It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. What do the teams you root for, your music playlists, and your podcast feeds all have in common? Spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you, and that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has in common, too. It gives you options to help personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you, so you can see more of yourself in everything you love. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state, options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Resetti of Panthers Wire hitting you guys back up today on Tuesday, May 8th. Hope you guys had a good weekend, good Cinco de Mayo if you celebrated. Um, Star Wars Day for all of you Star Wars fans out there. Uh, if you... And if you guys have gone out and seen the new Infinity Wars movie, I personally have. I, f- I feel like I'm the only the only person in America that has not seen the Infinity Wars movie. Um, but from what everyone says, it seems like it's, it's a, a really good movie. I will say this, though, about it. I did see... Uh, I did see the video from The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, the little Brady Bunch song that they did with the with all the stars. They called it the Marvel Bunch. I thought that was pretty cool, but um, nonetheless, if you've seen that or whatever you've done over the weekend, hope you made it a good one. But we're back. We've got a little bit of news to talk about, of course, with the Carolina Panthers. They've got a running back. They've got themselves a new running back, and he goes by the name of C.J. Anderson. The Panthers announced on Monday that they have signed C.J. Anderson, the former running back of the Denver Broncos, to a one-year deal. This is pretty much your new Jonathan Stewart now. This is your new power back, something obviously the Panthers kind of lacked at this point, at least before this signing. Didn't really have that big bag. I mean, you know, you could argue Cameron Artis Payne or whatever, but he didn't have that kind of top flight, I don't know if I want to use a top flight, but certainly kind of a bigger name power back. But now they've got it in C.J. Anderson. Uh, you know, he posted, posted a picture on Twitter of him officially signing the contract. So C.J. Anderson locked and loaded, actually coming off his first 1,000-yard season last year. Um, you know, he spent, I believe, five years. Yeah, because he came in the league 2013. So this was, so last year was his fifth. So he'll be entering his sixth season in the NFL. Uh, he used to be a former fantasy darling, if you remember. Um, yeah, 2014, the year he went to the Pro Bowl. For those of you that play fantasy football, you remember how big of a how big of an impact he made. Uh, he scored 10 touchdowns that year. And then, you know, it was part of the two Broncos teams that made it to the Super Bowl, including, of course, uh, 90 yards and a touchdown in the uh, 
in their Super Bowl 50 victory. But now he comes to the Panthers, again, only his sixth year, and he was an undrafted rookie. So, you know, certainly he's been making a, a real good name for himself. And now it definitely, now you really have that solid duo back together. Like, last, you know, with last year was McCaffrey and Jonathan Stewart. Now you have C.J. Anderson and Christian McCaffrey. And C.J. Anderson really, you know, he's not as much of a, uh, not as much of an injury risk as um, as Jonathan Stewart has, or at least I don't, you know, he doesn't really have the the injury history. You know, he did only play seven games in 2016, but he did play 15 games in 2014 and 2015, and he played all 16 games and started all 16 games last season. Again, coming off it was his first season with a thousand yards. 1,007 yards on just 245 rushes, so that's a 4.1 yards per carry. In fact, his career yards per carry is 4.4, and that's over 693 career rushes, so solid numbers there. Uh, he also had 28 catches for 224 yards and a touchdown, so Re big move, really, for, for the Panthers, you know, definitely, again, Again, this is – it's kind of one of those power moves, but, you know, and then C.J. Anderson is – obviously, we're getting deeper into free agency, so you're not going to see, like, big deals. You might see more, like, prove-it deals, um, especially, you know, just to sidetrack for a second, Des Bryant is still out there in free agency, and it's looking like he's going to have to settle for a – in fact, actually, that's what he wants. If you recall, there was a report that came out when he was in talks with the Baltimore Ravens that he wanted a one he wanted a one year contract. The Ravens wanted to do a multi year. They couldn't come to an agreement. So you're likely, get, but that's kind of more the of what you're going to see at this point of free agency, especially now that the draft is over. Rookie minicamps are starting to wrap up. So, not not really surprising that it's just a one-year deal for uh, for C.J. Anderson. By the way, if you can hear kind of the dogs howling in the background, I apologize. Uh, maybe maybe they're listening to me and are enjoying it as well. Uh, but nonetheless, um, so again, big real real nice move here for. For the Panthers, I'm actually gonna try to look up to if they have uh, contract numbers. Don't know if he is. Don't know if the actual numbers are up yet. No, there's nothing on Spotify, but we we just know it's a one-year deal. Um, probably figured it'll be for a few million, I would imagine. Uh, he was actually slated before he got cut by the Broncos. He was actually slated to make four and a half million dollars both this year and next year, uh, but none of it was guaranteed. Uh, I don't think he had any. You know, it was kind of an easy cut, I think, or it didn't really hurt the Broncos too much in terms of uh, salary cap implications. 
So it'll be interesting to see once we uh, what the actual numbers are going to be when when they come out. Uh, but again, so no, nonetheless, C.J. Anderson now a member of the Carolina Panthers, and it'll be fun to watch how things play out there. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's also talk now about the latest NFL power rankings that just came out over at ESPN. In fact, I think they just came out this morning. Carolina Panthers sit at number 11, actually up one spot from when ESPN did their rankings after free agency. And their little blurb on the Panthers is, Cam Newton texted a cryptic cryptic thank you to Coach Ron Rivera after the Panthers drafted wide receiver DJ Moore at 24th overall. There's good reason for that. Newton averaged 120 passing yards per game to his wide receivers last season, the lowest of his mark. You know, so, I mean, it makes sense. You know, they got the playmaker they needed. And other than – and now it's kind of – you know, you, you lost Jonathan Storp, and now you pick up C.J. Anderson – you know, you lost Starlo Tulele, but you pick up Dontari Poe. So, you know, the, the bulk of the team is is, in, is intact from last season. You know, obviously, obviously some new pieces essentially replacing older old pieces from last year. And obviously the pieces you pick up in the draft are very solid options. Obviously DJ Moore, you pick up the two speedy defensive backs in – Dante Jackson and Rashawn Galden, and then even Ian Thomas, who the Panthers seem to be really high on. There was even an offer that the Panthers refused offers for that first pick in the fourth round, which of course was the first pick of day three. So I'm sure there was some talk about it because there was a lot of time to think it over. But the Panthers stood pat with the pick and took Ian Thomas. Uh, running through the top 10, effectively the 10 teams ahead of the Panthers. Number one, no surprise, the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, the team is pretty much the same, might even be better than what they were, than the team that just won the Super Bowl. And they drafted Dallas Goddard to really add more weaponry to what was already, uh, a strong passing game. I mean, now you pair Dallas Goddard with Zach Ertz. That's going to be fun to watch. So Eagles, number one, then Patriots, number two. I mean, it's the Patriots. Can't really, don't really want to say too much. You don't really need to say too much. Uh, Steelers at three. You know, did they draft Ben Roethlisberger's successor? And certainly Ben Roethlisberger sounded a little salty uh, in some of the comments he made. You know, but you, you can't really blame the Steelers when a guy like Roethlisberger comes out and threatens retirement, or not threatens, but 
hints at retirement for you know last season and a little bit the year before. So can't can't really argue that the Steelers wanted to go out and look for a quarterback. Uh, but nonetheless, obviously the team is still looking good and will definitely be in contention. Saints at number four. You know, strong offense, as we all know. The biggest concern for me, of course, is... I mean, obviously it's a win-now mode, but I'm still baffled by them spending two first-round picks on Marcus Davenport. So I'm really going to be interested in how that plays out. But nonetheless, Saints hurt four. Vikings, they actually dropped two spots... From number three to number five, um, they touted how they continue to build on the defense. You know, two of their, including two of their first picks, Mike Hughes and Jalen Holmes. The concern for the Vikings is the interior of the offensive line. You know, who you're going to have at guard. Uh, the rest of the line is set, but. Guard is still a little bit of an issue. You know, you drafted Brian O'Neill, but he's more of a tackle, and he's still a bit of a work in progress. So really going to be curious how that plays out. L.A. Rams at number six. Jaguars at seven. Falcons at eight. Green Bay at nine. And Kansas City at number ten. And obviously that just gives you an idea how strong the NFC South is right now. Carolina Panthers ranked as the third best team in the four-team division, but they're still number 11. You know, so they're still a top 12 team. And as we know, last year, the NFC South sent three teams to the playoffs. You know, the Panthers and Falcons getting the two wild cards with the Saints winning the division. And then just for the hell of it, let's see where they ranked the Buc- They actually ranked the Buccaneers pretty low, number 24. They talked about how they had big needs on defense. And, you know, they, they obviously did address the defense in the first round, taking Vita Vea, whereas I thought they were going to take Derwin James. But, you know, maybe it's them starting to plan for life after Gerald McCoy. And for the record, they rank as the worst team in the league, the Indianapolis Colts. It says here they became just the third team in the past 20 years to take two offensive linemen in the top 37. Because, of course, the first round pick was Quentin Nelson. And then in round two, they took Braden Smith, the guard, out of Auburn. So a pair, pair of guards for the Colts. Browns at 31. You know, and again, these are right on ESPN, but bottom line is they still think highly of Carolina, and you, you obviously have to. It's, it's you know, again, the, the pieces they lost, they were able to quickly refill, and they obviously took care of their biggest needs. They needed to play making wide receiver. They got arguably the best one in DJ Moore. They needed help in the secondary. They spent two picks on day two on defensive backs and speedy defensive backs at that. So you, you definitely have to like the direction this team is going. You know, a lot of pieces back from a team that won 11 games. Um, 
nearly beat, nearly won a playoff game. So there, there's definitely a lot to like as we head toward 2018. You know, certainly be a, a good first test going up against Dak Prescott and what should be a, a rejuvenated, you know, and definitely a motivated Dallas Cowboys team. So definitely see how that goes. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So again, big news, C.J. Anderson, now with, the, now with the Panthers. And Panthers still ranked just outside the top 10 by the good folks over at ESPN. So with that, I think we'll kind of make this one a short one today. Yeah, when... We'll get more into other stuff, maybe dig a little more into mini camps and OTAs, but making a nice quick one today for you guys. As always, really do appreciate you guys listening to the podcasts. Uh, it's always a lot of fun. And as always, you can check us out on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher, all that good stuff. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. And until next time, you've been listening to the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. But for this particular day, I am out. And we'll see you next time right here on LOP. Take care, my friends. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.